Hey everybody, this is Chad. Just a reminder on my summer tour coming up, I'll be in Dallas, Kansas City, Omaha, Oxnard, California, and Brea. And then uh, that's it for the summer. I'll let you know on the fall dates and the winter dates coming up, but I am booked up all the way to the beginning of uh, next year and I'm hitting a lot of cities. So I hope you can make it out and uh, that's it. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello! Thanks for coming back. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for everybody that listened to the Patreon episode. All of that stuff. If you haven't signed up, you sure can. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. I gotta tell you something before you chime in. That feels good. I don't know if you remember. There was a moment where we didn't know what was going on. I was busy. You were busy. Sometimes we didn't connect. And now I can say genuinely... Across from me, as always, Cyrus Amundsen. Hello, everybody. It's nice to be here, uh, as always. Hello. Yay! Yeah, hi. It's nice to see you. It's very it's nice to see you too. It's very humid outside where I live. It's humid. Yeah, it's very humid inside where I live because I I don't come to the house in town very often, and uh, it's hot. Sure. It's hot in here. It's been hot, and it's uh, it's, it's steamy. But so I've been so I'm wearing a hoodie. Sure. And I haven't shaved or gotten a haircut in about feels like 6 years. You look outrageous. It's it really if I busted in in the middle of winter, if I busted into a cabin with firewood, you'd still be like, "Bitch, get a haircut." Still. There are so many different colors in your beard right now. You look like yeah. you remember in the movie Teen Wolf? When he's turning into the Teen Wolf in the bathroom and he's freaking out. Of course out, I do. And he's like, oh, well, I there's do. something wrong with me. And then his dad opens the door like, we got to talk or whatever he says. And he yeah. looks like a dad. Were- that's what you look like right now. You look like the dad werewolf. But well, more I'll, than, I'll but you have a, I think that's you a have very a cool handsome hat man. on. So it'd be like if then his uncle would have been like, what are you guys doing? You're the uncle werewolf. <laughs> hey, uh, what are you guys doing in here? Talking about whose fault it is that we have so many taxes? <laughs> I feel like the uncle at Thanksgiving that just starts shit for no reason. Yeah, for what? Yeah, they don't even focus on the fact that he's a werewolf. He's just classic <laughs> <Right>. uncle behaviors. <laughs> I went to. Can I tell you the big thing that I did this weekend? I would. I would hope you would. That's why we have a podcast. I went to a place called Trader's World Flea Market. <laughs> now, can I tell you what that sounds like to me? It sounds like they went to a business counselor and they were like, how do we get our name to come up in the Google search first? Well, why don't you try Trader Joe's World Market and then just flee from the Red Hot Chili Peppers? See if that works. It's, I I mean, I have so many thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I want to start with, it is like a white trash mecca, and that is those are that sure. is my place. But it, we're getting to the point where people are they're recommending stuff a little too hard to me. Sure. You know, they're like, "Oh, you live in Ohio now? You got to go to Trader's World Flea Market. That's your place. <laughs> like that is who you are. You know, you know that place 
with shirts that say stuff like, my kids think I'm a bitch, but I'm laughing because it's hereditary. That's all you, baby. That's all. <laughs> oh, I, I love shirts like that. That is so... Uh, so uh, let me start with explaining this place because it is enormous. It's one of the biggest flea markets in the Midwest, indoor and outdoor. And it's a combination of every sort of, because so it's individual booths run by individual people. When you go from indoor to outdoor, do you have to swim like under a wall through ranch? Is it like a fear factor situation? No, you have to walk through the most cigarette smoke you've ever walked sure. through. I forgot yeah. that people smoke cigarettes until I tried to exit Trader World's flea market. And there are guys out there like, it's like they, you know when you get married and everybody throws rice as you come through? That's what leaving mm. Trader World's is, except with like, you know, Paul Malls and Cigarettes. Marlboro Reds. Yeah. <laughs> Just people ashing on do your they, shoulders. Do they take Marlboro Miles at Trader World flea market? They take, it feels like a place where they take anything. That's what okay. it feels like. Sure. Here's my impersonation of a guy coming up from Kentucky to go. His wife is like, do you want to go to Trader Trader World Flea Market? He's like, as long as Trader's spelled with a D, goddammit. If it's spelled with a T, I ain't doing it. You know we go from January 5th to January 7th on our calendar. God damn you, lady. They, oh, my gosh. I, we got a gift dropped in our lap last night. Okay. So you remember when January 6th happened and then all the like, nope, the pictures started leaking of people uh, that were there and people were outing people on the Internet. And then there'd sure. be these like the big collages of photos. And you're like, well, it's time to go through and see which of these guys look like my white friends and post it on the Internet in a side by side. <laughs> it was definitely snitch fest USA. Yeah, the guy there's a guy who's testifying tomorrow could not look more like my brother Greg. It, it, it is so, he looks so much like him. It's so funny. Uh, that's not the point. Back to Trader World with a D. Okay, brother, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Where we trade things. So it is, they have every iteration of little shop, you know? So it's, mm -hmm. they have the antique shops where stuff is way too overpriced. And then they have the antique shops where you're like, well, those aren't, I don't know if a rock you dug up and put a Bud Light sticker on is an antique, <laughs> but that you're like, you look at this 7-Up bottle from nine years ago in the way past, like those sort of, right. and by the way, those are my antique shops. I love to learn what other people think is worth selling. That's my shit right there. That's where I'm mm -hmm. going to get most of my things. Then there's a bunch of comic booky character. Like, do you want to buy a bunch of Funko dolls and sure, sh shit sure. like that? There's a lot of those shops. How many Wheaties boxes did you see? So many Wheaties Approximately. boxes. Approximately. Yeah, So exactly. many Wheaties boxes. And then they have a wide array of mall kiosks. Okay. You know, you know when you're going through a mall and you're like, they have the kiosk with the shit that you should never buy for anyone because they get it at Christmas. Right, it's like a like, hair straightener or keep your keep keep your tennis shoes white, that kind of that thing. That sort of stuff. And then they have the ones they have the ones like, hey, do you want a picture of Tupac driving a convertible with Elvis riding next to him and Marilyn Monroe and JFK in the back? <laughs> like they have those <laughs> those art shops. I've always loved that. 
like I love when we because they're famous when we group dead people together like they're up in heaven hanging out together right you're like I know Kurt Cobain and Michael Jackson are both dead but I don't know if they're your t-shirt of them wearing angels wings together is accurate well I see JFK and Tupac getting along because they both got shot and then you know Marilyn Monroe and Elvis OD'd so they're probably like what are you getting into well let's go see how these fellas died I can't have you rationalize this art Oh, yeah. Just kidding. It sucks. And then, and then, you know, here's the thing. If you are a big weed merch guy, like if mm-hmm. you want stuff with weed, like do you want a shirt with weed leaves on it or a flag with weed leaves on it? Mm-hmm. So if you like weed merch or gun merch, like Trader Joe's, they had this, they had this shirt. It's not Trader Joe's. It's Trader World Flea Market. Well, you've screwed me up. So they had this shirt, and it's got three boxes on it. On, and on top of the box, it says, choose wisely. And then in each of the box, it has a picture. And it's a play on rock, paper, scissors, but it says Glock, paper, scissors. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's a gun, and the paper is like a stop, a hand up. And then the scissors, of course, is a peace sign. And... <laughs> do you know how many hell yeah brothers i ripped at traders world flea market sure i'm just gonna tell you something though if you pick glock and i pick scissors you better also pick fucking night vision goggles because that's when i'm coming for you back of the neck stab stab the let me can i give you my three favorite moments of my experience at trader world well, by, by the way, let's yes. talk about this for a second. I don't know what the fuck happened in Cincinnati 200 years ago, but Trader World is safari theme. It's got like, oh. it's got like, you pull in and there's like big statues of giraffes and other shit. It's like safari themed as you enter. And if you're a longtime listener to this show, you know that Cincinnati also has one of the biggest grocery stores in the world called Jungle Gyms, and it is also safari themed. So I don't know if whoever you know birthed cincinnati would gather people around in the town square and be like let me tell y'all about the most unique experience and the most magical place i'd ever been to it's called a safari and that just (laughs) you know emanated through generations and so now if if you achieve mass success where you have the biggest thing in town it's got to be safari themed. <laughs> I wonder if you reach a certain amount of success, they just drop off a truckload of safari shit. <laughs> They're like, you did it. You're now at safari level. It's perfect. Yeah, so, so the, the big safari lobby has their hooks in the giant building world here in Cincinnati. <laughs> right. And by the way, I went on the website and I read about the family that owns Trader's World Flea Market. And it was like the, the husband was like an inventor and they just casually threw in there that he holds the Guinness Book of World Record for the biggest lawnmower. <laughs> Dude, I didn't find a picture, but he said it could mow an acre of lawn in a minute. Oh, wow. Did I he fly a helicopter upside down? What I don't fuck? even comp- comprehend it at all. Yeah, no kidding. So now we've set the stage for... Tr- oh, the other thing. There is so much celebration of curse word culture at these places. And I curse a lot, but 
you know, there is so much like signs and t-shirts that like say, fuck off, I'm who I am, you know, that sort of stuff. There's yep. so much middle finger and F word art. Sure. And if you go just down the road to Hobby Lobby, it's the same stuff. Just said kinder. Like don't don't even think about talking to me before I've had my coffee, yeah, yeah. which is the same thing as fuck you. I am who I am. It's the exact same thing just for different people. Absolutely. So here are my three favorite moments of the experience. Okay. So here's how, here's how the inside is laid out. It's laid out like a freeway system. So there's one long freeway and then there's a bunch of freeways that cross it and they're all hallways. Okay. Okay. There's shops on each side. There's about eight to 10 feet in between the shop entries. And you walk down these long hallways with shops on either side. Okay. Are there movable sidewalks? Can you hop on a conveyor belt? No, 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 no. I don't think anyone would. You have to walk through. You have to walk. You have to walk. Okay. Or as I saw on Saturday, take your scooter. That's really tough for other people to get around. Yeah. Yep. So that sounds great. We are walking down the main highway about to turn into one of the hallways, right? And uh, all of a sudden I hear, and we're about to take a right, and I hear somebody go, yo, check it. Yo, 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 check it. And I'm like, that's the direction I'm going. Jenna, we are taking a left. I'm heading towards whatever the yo, check it is. I only have a couple rules in my life, but one of them is if somebody requests me to check it, I absolutely check it. I'm going to check it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not I'm not one of these insane people who's going to not check it. We're going to leave it unchecked, please. <laughs> so, I get over and I am so pleased to have checked it. Because standing <laughs> Standing in front of this shop that I could only describe as a Tupac and Biggie memorabilia emporium. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, do you want a pair of Air Force Ones with Tupac's face spray painted on them? This is your place. Yo, check it. Check it. Yes, I actually do want that. So, out like right out in front of the store... Because there are some people who, they, if you walk by, they'll go, hey, how are you doing? They're trying to bring you in. There's a little gamesmanship, you know? Of course. And so it's two guys that honestly had to have been right about our age. Between late 30s and, what are you, early 60s? Somewhere yep. in, in that In between range. there. So, they're, so, so father age? Yeah, they're father age. And so... Yeah, I'm sure. And they <laughs> are... They are Malibu's most wanted white guys. They are, yep. they are geared up from the floor up, and they're bobbing. They're like bobbing, and I'm like, I know what's about. I know a white freestyle. <laughs> I know what it looks like when a white freestyle is coming, and one of these dudes launches, and this is exactly what he goes. He goes, uh, yo, it's Sunday afternoon, and it couldn't come too soon. Grab your quarters and your dollars and listen to these tunes, and I'm like, yes. More. Keep going. Uh-huh. This is the greatest thing. And by the way, I'm the only person that has stopped to pay attention to this. And by the way, number two, no way that's freestyle. This happens every fucking Sunday. If, well, I'll tell you why I thought it was freestyle. Because his next line was, come and shop at a shop. You ain't going to want to stop. 
He rhymed shop. Even though they're different shops, he did rhyme shop, shop with shop. shop. Come and shop at our shop. And I can't decide if that's <laughs> bad or good because they're different shops. Is that bad? Or I still don't like it. If, if you're going to use both, you have to space it out and put stop in the middle. I am moments away from going, oh, hit it. Oh, like I'm about to. Like, right. You, you, you don't even know you're bobbing with them. Yeah. You have no clue until Jenna's like, you want to calm down, please? <laughs> <laughs> and so then I turn to the right and I, in my mind I'm like this is the greatest thing I've ever I love this so much it can't mm -hmm. this can't get better come and shop at my shop I ain't gonna want to stop and so I turn my head and the store right across them sitting in the store in two lawn chairs are two had to have been mid-70s farm people that run yeah. that shop and the look on their face is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Are you kidding me? I'll pay, I'll pay a $50 cover charge any day of the week to watch farm people have to listen to white rappers. Holy fucking shit. It was, yeah. I, don't, I can't even describe yeah. the way it looked like their soul was leaving their faces. Oh, God, I loved it so much. This is my impersonation of those two farmers when their grandkids go, why are you outside watching the tornado, grandpa? And he's just like, didn't I tell you about who moved in across from us at the, the flea world trader trap? Peepaw, peepaw, <laughs> why are you standing so close to the tornado, peepaw? <laughs> didn't I tell you I watched a young man rhyme shop with shop and I'm... <laughs> I'm meant for the hereafter. Hey, hey, Grandpa, how come you're scratching the back of your neck with that shotgun? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I, I started, I was sitting in my chair. I hate this music, and I started bobbing, goddammit. <laughs> they, uh, they were trying to, it was really funny, you could hear in their store, they had their music turned up as loud as it could go, but it wasn't quite working. And I, so we had all our garage sale cash with us, you know? And so I have like a 20, a five, and so many ones. And I think I made the exact right call. I took a 20 and I handed it to the dude that wasn't rapping and I went, y'all the best part of this. Y'all the best part of this. And <laughs> and they were so into that. And then I just walked around saying the word trust to Jenna for like 45 minutes. Oh, man. Trust. I, you know what? Trust. I don't even believe in heaven except for the fact that I want there to be one because she should get to go there. <laughs> she just shows up. Elvis and Tupac let her get in the back of the convertible and they ride off to <laughs> yeah. see Kurt Cobain. They're like, did you get shot? And she's like, worse, worse. Let's go watch the film in the, in the movie shop. I had to listen to my fucking husband say trust for 45 minutes after I raked the yard and we went to flea flop Trader True. Dude, there's no way that I'm not taking at least like I'm, I will revisit Trader World on a semi-regular schedule to keep dropping these guys cash. I can't, yeah. I can't think of anything You have to keep funnier. them in business. I can't think um, of anything funnier. I know that when you'll go there for sure will be sometime in September when I come see you. Absolutely. 
because I'm going there and don't think for one second I'm not going right to shop in the shop because I'm about to drop a flop. Oh, if I could get I a CD wait. White versus uh, versus Shop Shop rap battle, that's what that guy's name needs to be, Shop Shop. I love that. I yeah. like, yo, 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 I've been watching y'all for like, ugh, uh, I've been coming here for to the... I've been watching y'all for a minute. So I brought my boy C.D. White up here. He about to spit some balls at you. Let's go back and forth. Come on, son. If you think I'm not dropping Mouse War in there, <laughs> you're absolutely crazy. The second, the second thing that was notable is we walked through the food court, which wasn't an awesome decision. And we walked by this little white trash gaggle. And it was this really angry, really skinny woman. She looked like the meanest olive oil of all time from Popeye. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know what you're talking about. And so she had two little boys and they were they were twins. I would guess probably four or five, something like that. Okay. And they have they both have on jean shorts and they both have on sleeveless shirts. So they're matching. The shirts are different color, but they're technically matching. And they're identical twins. And they're like messing with each other, like shoving each other. And you, you hear it from a ways away. You get the, you hear it from a ways away, then you get center with it, then you're walking away. You just hear it keep going, Jace, Jace, leave him, damn it, Jace, leave him alone. Trent, Trent, stop. And I know everybody's like, you don't need to call him white trash, you don't know these people. Well, I don't think there's a lot of architects out there naming their kids Jason Trent. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think Jace and Trent have a chance. <laughs> I think Jace and Trent are going to take over the shoppy shop. The only ch- I think that's probably their best bet. The only chance they have is their dog named Chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, they might overcome, brother. You never know. I would have loved, uh, loved to have the rappers there hyping them up. So the, the point is we're getting lost in me describing this family in a way that somebody sure. is going to tell me is me being an asshole. But here's yeah. the thing. You can be mad at me for calling the family white trash, but she was swearing at her children. Knock that shit off. Fucking A. Like, if you are saying fucking A and not, like, if you are cursing in front of your children, I do think you are no longer, like, a redneck or a hillbilly. You have landed in white trashville for me. Yeah. And I'd also like to talk to the people that are maybe upset at you and think you're an asshole that, um, I don't know if you know this, but it took a very long time to domesticate pigs from wild hogs, like the little pink cute piglets that you see, that took a long time to get them to that. And it takes three days for a a, a domesticated pig that escapes through the pen and makes it back to the wild. It takes three days for them to start to grow tusks and coarse hair. And the reason I tell you this is, Although Cy has made it out of white trash, he is three fucking days away from going back and eating a fucking fried Snickers bar at a state fair. So don't think for a second that he's being an asshole. I think that he gets to do that. I'm I'm on your side here. I think there's a reason Jenna was like, you shouldn't go back there for two more days in a row. Because I'd be outside the shop like, they call me Cy. I'm the new guy. Come inside and get our gear as fly. Uh." Hit me. Like, that's, I would become that yeah. guy really, really quick. Shop. <laughs> There's no question. Shop, motherfucker. Shop. I love how you say you would become that guy, and Jenna had to listen to you say trust for 45 minutes. You're there, homie. You are there. Uh, 
The two kids got in a fucking fist fight. Good. I've never seen that in my life. Like, my brother Greg and I used to fight and, like, wrestle, but we never punched. These kids were going at each other. Like, like I thought I should videotape it and send it into World Star or something. It was, like, they were hitting each other in the face so hard. Who, did Trent Did Trent win? I don't know which one was which. I have no idea. Oh, okay. It was like they had a hold of each other's shirts. There were so many punches so fast, and Jenna was like, keep going. Keep, like... I've already spent too much time at the rap festival. She's not going to let me sure. hang out at the toddler fight. <laughs> it's also funny that they're identical twins, so eventually they start punching themselves in the face just to make sure it's not the other one. It was it was wild. Do the do your your nephew twins? They don't like they don't punch each other in the face, do they? Do is that something no. some brothers do? But my niece will grab them by the hair and go straight world star with a closed fist, but she uses the bottom of it and hit them on top of the head. It's Whoa, crazy. That's a yeah, lot. Absolutely. That is. I haven't seen it for three visits, but it gets intense very quickly. The last thing of note was we walked into this shop and it is. Did you shop? Shoppy shop. It is outrageously crowded okay it it, like you're supposed it's supposed to be a thing where you can make a loop and come out but one half of the loop is collapsed in with stuff and this is this is american pickers style junk right okay and i start looking at stuff and there's no price tag on anything so i'm like are we just in does somebody just live here is this just somebody (laughs) <laughs> is is this uh did somebody move in here and so it what it looks like is and this is so i don't know that this is accurate this is just what i remember from history class 100 years ago i think they used to bury pharaohs with their possessions right right because they thought they could take them to heaven yeah. okay so that's what it looks like if hillbillies had pharaohs this looks like one of their tombs just like, get it all in there, brother. And and by the way, hillbillies do have pharaohs, but they're called Paheroas. <laughs> Pharaohs? Paheroas. Yeah, Paheroas. So they, by the way, is, did I, do I remember this correct? Did pharaohs also get like buried with their servants? Yes. That's a rough draw, man. Like. Yeah, yeah. They, so you, as a servant, you would do everything to keep the pharaoh alive because you're like hey, d- d- hey don't shut your eyes you like juggling they're just sitting there juggling like what about this hey i got a ma- i got your nose look at my thumb my thumb's disconnected like all these tricks to try to get them to not die because they're like oh fuck we are dead so soon after this so i've got good news and bad news yeah yeah, yeah. okay tell you me. were pharaoh i don't know any pharaoh names other than tut what's a sure. good Let's go. Let's just use uh, regular names. You were Pharaoh Richards. <laughs> uh huh. You were his favorite servant. He is also deceased. He died a couple hours ago. Like, oh, oh, oh bummer. Do, do so. Do I get his stuff, or how does that work? <laughs> Since I was his favorite, do I, so do I get his stuff, and then I just move into his house, or or what happens next? You know. Well, it turns out the Pharaoh is going to need somebody to feather his face and feed him grapes in heaven. <laughs> Oh, yeah. so, so I just need to find that person. You want me to find somebody? <laughs> so I'm in, I'm in this hillbilly 
Sarcophagus? I don't know what a sarcophagus is, but that word felt right. What's a sarcophagus? It's, it's sarcophagus. Is sarcophagus a type of cancer? <laughs> I don't think so. Is sarcophagus it's, that Muppet with the really long nose? <laughs> it's, that's snuffleupagus. Um, that's snuffleupagus. Yeah, yeah. That's a uh, hey bird. Um, a sarcophagus is where they... Um, I know that Kanye West asks you to put a pussy in it. Ah, oh, bummer. In the song Monster. Okay. I've taken Now this. she's claiming that I bruised her esophagus. Ugh. Put the pussy in an esophagus. That's tough. That's the lyric. That's a tough That's lyric. A lyric. That's a tough yeah. lyric. So I'm in the hillbilly tomb, and I find they have a picture of, I find a picture, a li- it's like, Four by six. Okay. It might have even been smaller than that. And it is a picture of Pete Rose giving the camera the middle finger. I love it. And I also love it. And my first thought is, I'm going to buy this for my buddy Shubes because the thing I've learned about Shubes is he loves kitschy shit. Okay. He thinks it's really funny, and he's a, he's a huge Cincinnati Reds fan. Right, yeah. And, and, and he loves having kitschy shit. Like, when I was cleaning out our Christmas closet here, if I would find anything weird, like, hey, here's a Amish teddy bear, he'd be like, I think I should put that in my house. Do you think that should go in my house? Like, he just... <laughs> I love it. Any, anything that he deems hilarious, he'll put in his house. So I was like, I'm going to buy this for Shubes. And then the guy comes in from outside, like he had an exit door out the back of the tomb. And he comes in, and he's biker 101. Long hair, okay. skull cap, the whole nine. I did not see that coming. And I am prepared to, I ask him how much it is, and I am prepared to pay the outrageous sum of $5 for this picture. <laughs> because there's no okay. prices on anything, so I'm, I'm ready for that. And I go, how much is this? And he goes, $100. And then I laughed really hard because I thought that was a funny bit. And I go, no, man, how much for the Pete Rose picture? And he goes, $100. And I was like, did Pete Rose draw this fucking thing? What do you mean, (laughs) $100? He goes, well, it's a very rare picture. And I was like, but... Like, how rare? Did you take it? Did you take the picture? He goes, no, that was the picture that he took right before he went to jail. And I go, okay, but what makes it $100? And he goes, well, if you took it and got it signed by Pete Rose, it'd be worth a lot of money. (laughs) Hey, if you... You need to pay me because if you can track this motherfucker down, which, by the way, I don't know if you can see that. That's another oh, yeah. Pete Rose middle finger, and it's signed. I could just print that shit for zero dollars. It, yeah, you want to charge me a hundred dollars for the potential of me doing work to get a guy? And I, I literally said that to him, and he goes, "He does a lot of autograph shows." I was like, "I can't, I just can't, I can't." And by the way, it's not even the like five dollars was generous. The the picture frame that it was in, I was like, "Is this also your toilet paper?" It was the grossest looking thing in the world. And sure. so, you know, we didn't leave we didn't leave with much. I sent you some 
I sent you, you some, got stories. I sent you some pictures of things that I uh, yep. that I either bought or considered buying. But we'll take a trip back there when you're here. Oh, I can't wait! I am so excited for that shit. I went to a Pete Rose autograph thing in Las Vegas. Okay. And we were all sitting there. It was for fantasy football weekend. We all go out there, gamble, bet, blah 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 on on uh, wild card weekend for football playoffs. And we we're all sitting around. Pete Rose about to take the picture, and I got a baseball. Uh, signed for Isaac and I'm holding it up and then Pete Rose goes oh come on and I look down and on his iPad there's a horse race going on and so I go hey Charlie Hustle what uh who you got money on what horse you got money on he turns around he looks at me and he goes I don't gamble and I'm like all right dude and then during the the guy goes all right everybody get a little closer and then he hits the table and goes fuck as the horse race ends and we were all laughing so hard. It's like, dude, you don't gamble. I don't work for major league baseball. I can't get you into the fucking hall of fame. You don't have to tell me you don't gamble. That's, Clearly you're gambling. It's so great. That's such an incredible story. Yeah. It's, it was so funny. We all laughed and laughed. And then anytime we were um, in line to, to like put money on a football game or whatever. And, and one of the people from fantasy football would come up and go, hey, what game you like? You're like, I don't gamble. That was the big line for the rest of the weekend. It was so much fun. I'm a big believer in you need to know there are websites that track it. You need to know who's coming to your area. Like there's there are so many like celebrity appearances that yeah. happen all over this country all the time that are right. so insignificant and amazing. And I'm such a huge believer in going to those any chance you get. I think, uh, yeah. it, I think it's, yeah. you have to go, you have to go to those things. I have a uh, David Sedaris Minneapolis Google alert on my phone. It's the only one. A lot of comedians will have their name as a Google alert so they can see if they're in articles or whatever. I just had David Sedaris, Minneapolis. That's the only Google alert I have on my phone because I think he's such a great writer and he's so stinking funny. Well, I mean, that's I a, that's it. like a real good one to actually meet somebody. You know, I was saying like, hey, oh, yeah. the guy who played J.J. Sure. Walker is at the Barnes and Nobles on Fifth Street this weekend signing stuff. And you're like, fucking let's go, man. Let's you know what he won't sign. Yeah, you do. I know my stop it. Stop it. I would like to tell you about a story that I have. Okay. Um, you don't Olivia want to spend I, the rest of the show on Trader World flea market? Actually, I do. No, pass. And I bet you, I bet you as soon as I said I have a story, the listeners were like, what else happened at Flea House World or whatever? Um, flea House World. Yeah, Olivia and I were going to go out paddleboarding. Mm -hmm. We had one hour. So we started this adventure at two o'clock. We had to be some, we we're supposed to be somewhere at three that is about 15 minutes away. Okay. So really we had 45 minutes. We uh, went out paddleboarding. We live in a bay during the summer. So it's like a, there's a little bay that's protected from the wind. It's very nice unless a tornado comes, then, then the tornado wins. So we get to the edge of the bay, and then and then it's the rest of the lake. And across the lake is a big tower, and it's basically that state park that's across the way. Okay. And she goes, we should paddleboard all the way across the lake 
jump in to where we can touch our feet down, jump back on the paddle boards, come back, say we did it. And I'm like, all right, I could do that. So we get to the middle of the lake and in open water, a little bit of wind can cause some pretty decent waves. Sure. So we're kind of struggling. She goes, my arms are tired. I go, do you want to go back? Because we're not even fucking close to the other side yet. And I go, do you want to go back? She goes, no, I can do it. And in my head, I'm like, this is going to be bitch fest USA. Yeah. I mean, before we get to the other side. So we're going and I'm paddling because I want to fight through the waves and get over there. But she's lollygagging. And I go, flip your paddle around. You're not using the paddle right. And she goes, I know, but it hurts my arms when I use it right. And it's like, well, you're never going to get there. I don't know what's going on. Because the wind is into us, but just a little. So we get about halfway across the lake and the wind picks up even more. But it's into us. So I go, do you want to go back now? And she goes, nope. She goes, when we get over there, the wind will be with us. So it'll be fine. And I go, okay, no problem. We take forever to get to the other side of the lake. I mean, I'm sweating, which is not like that big of a deal, I guess, but so because I sweat a lot, but I'm sweating pretty profusely. I jump in. It feels great. I touch the bottom, get back on my board. Dude, as soon as we got back on our boards, the wind switched 180 degrees exactly. So it is now into us again. And this time, the waves by shore are as big as the waves were in the middle of the lake. So we get going, we're paddling, paddling, we get to the middle, and I'm on my knees on this on this paddleboard, and waves are hitting me above my my shorts. They're hitting me like in the in the fucking ribs. That's how big the waves are. Olivia's freaking out because she can't steer, and it's kind of funny because she's slapping her paddle. (laughs) on the on the water and i'm like are you trying to summon beavers to come help you like to tow you to the cabin she's just so mad at the storm she's spanking the lake oh yeah she was furious and she started crying three separate times great it was so funny and so finally i tell her this story about this thing i had seen on the show 1883 about how Native, this Native American guy was to Sam Elliott. He was like, hey, you know, white men always fight the elements of Earth. And that's why it's so hard for you to travel. But Native Americans travel like the wolf. And so we go with everything and it's easier. We might not get to where we're going for longer, but it's easier, the journey. And so I'm telling her that. And I go, why don't we let the wind take us to shore and then we'll just take the shoreline back. And she goes, you really think that I want to spend an extra mile paddling? She is screaming at me. And now I'm getting upset because I'm like, bitch, do not raise your voice to me. I'm trying to help you. So then I go, okay. So I start busting through the waves. And she goes, you're just going to leave me here? And I'm like, what do you want me to do? You told me you don't want to pat- paddle another mile. So I'm cutting right through the waves and going home. And then I go, do you want me, do you want to grab onto my board, like lay on yours and then grab onto the back of mine and I will paddle us? And she goes, no, because then I won't be able to say I did it. And I'm like, oh my God, you need to fucking pick a version of your life and stick with it. At one point she goes, well, it sure would be nice if physics would just be fucking physics. So now she's throwing F-bombs out and she's yelling at physics for not working because she can't steer. 
I am laughing hysterically, which is not helping. Sure. It was it was so much fun. So finally, she goes, how long do you think it's been since we've been out here? And I go, well, if we see some people on our patio, they're probably not guests. They probably own the cabin because the bank foreclosed on it while we were out here. And then we just start making joke after joke. She starts like she goes, we can see the family next door. It's Glenn and Beth and their little grandson is Theo. And, and uh, she goes, that's probably the, uh, the older guy's probably Theo now and he has grandkids. Sure, and sure. just so now we're making all these fucking jokes. And it ended up being really, really fun. And so we're laughing now and everything's better and it's all great. But I, I have this this itch in the back of my brain about these paddle boards and how long it took and all this stuff. And so yesterday I leave for a couple hours and I roll back in with a jet ski. I'm a jet ski guy now because I can't, I can't handle, I'm going to have her use the jet ski and I'm going to use the paddle board if it's windy because it was way too much. And I always hated jet skis. Because do you know people that have jet skis? Yeah, we so you know my folks ran a little resort growing up. Yep. And so the rules were no pets, no jets, no fireworks. Uh, and yeah. you know so no fun, no fun on the lake. But yeah, so we didn't right. we didn't get so then when when we when it stopped being a resort and we got older, I was like somebody who was, you know, really sexually repressed by their parents but with jet skis. So I was like, give me sure. the fucking jet skis. And so one of the yeah. first times I rode one, uh, I was riding it. It was our friend Shane's. And I was like losing my mind. And then I came in and I was like, oh, I'm coming into shore a little too fast. And my brain said, hit the brakes, Cy. Well, guess what jet skis don't have? <laughs> brakes. Ran right into a boat lift. So I love jet skis. I think they're so fun. Yeah, they are they're very so fun. fun. But if you had to describe a person that generally owns a jet ski, how would you describe them, do you think? Uh, has those sunglasses that wrap all the way around and they, yep. you know, they have the tint on them so they can see down into the water. Yeah, and are normally found on the back of their, their head. Their head. Yep. Yeah, a lot of times. Yeah. Yep. Somebody they probably have, like in the winter, they have a nice heavy-duty fox racing coat that they wear on their snowmobile. Yeah, there's a there's a, a kind of person that rides but jet skis rich around here. But people have jet skis too, like just really like you're like, hey, look at that investment banker and his family on jet skis. Yeah, well, I'm not I'm not that. I think I'm the one because a lot of times you could yell, "Hey, Chad!" to someone on a jet ski, and seventy percent of the time they'll turn around. They'd be like, "Yeah, that's me." So I think I'm more of the Chad version. But a lot of these jet skiers around here will, you know. They're young, they're 20-something males that will chase birds off the water with their jet skis, like those kind of guys that refer to themselves as, in their dating profile, they refer to themselves as a fingerologist. Cool. You know? Cool. Like the bartenders that are like, I'm a mixologist. It's like, why don't you tend the bar, you fucking bartender? You're not a, <laughs> stop. Just please stop. You're not a fingerologist, Chad. Please. So... I want to make sure my kids don't end up like that. So yesterday, Olivia and I are driving this thing around and she goes, "Woo, let's go. And I'm like, nope, wrap that shit up. You lock it up right now. There will be no screaming on these fucking things. There will be no 
chasing birds down. There's no jumping wakes right after a boat comes by. I was being a real bitch, real fun ruiner. When I was younger, my dad was pulling me skiing. When he was a young warthog. And a jet skier cut right off the back of our wake, just a yeah. few feet behind me. And my dad, when put in an adversarial situation, isn't a let it go guy. Huh, I don't know anyone like that, so tell me how that worked out. So he, because he thought somebody put his son in danger, whipped the boat around and chased the jet skier while still pulling his son, cornered the jet skier <laughs> and yelled at him. Well, I don't know if you like, you know when somebody goes skiing, they let off and they like, they yeah. slide, you know, you, you let go and you like slide into shore. But if the boat just stops, you just like try to keep your balance while you slowly sink into the water. Sure. So dad stops the boat <laughs> and I'm just slowly sinking into the water while my dad is dressing down a grown man on a jet ski. Oh, I love it. Uh, similar situation. I was on our pontoon and um, this jet ski kept coming right behind us to hit our wake. Just same exact thing. And I knew that he wasn't on the lake. He didn't live on the lake because people on the lake actually know about jet skis and know to be careful yeah. and all that stuff. So I knew he was at a resort and was renting the jet ski. So at one point he comes at us again and I just, I threw the boat into neutral and then into reverse as he was coming. And so he had to ditch and he wiped out. And so I'm yelling at him. He swims over, takes off, right? I mean, I went full Maverick. Sure. I'm going to hit the brakes. They'll fly right by. And so then I know where he's, he goes right to the resort, which is the dumbest thing you can do. Yeah. Now we know where you're at. Yeah. So I follow him to the resort, drop my sea legs for the pontoon, hop on the dock. This kid like is walking so quickly up to his cabin and I go, whose son is this? And everyone's looking at me and I go, whose son is this? And this lady came out and she goes, eh. Hi. And I go, raise your fucking family. And then I just turned around and got back in. the. And of course, Olivia, I think Olivia is swimming back to the cabin at that point, but she is just ducked down way behind one of the seats. She gets so embarrassed anytime anything like that happens. I love the idea that you did that, but somebody on a fishing boat saw you do that and saw your daughter be embarrassed. So they followed you back to your house, parked their fishing boat, and yelled the same thing at you. <laughs> that would have been perfect karma because I do deserve that shit sometimes for sure. You got to keep them in check, though. I've mentioned this before. I saw my nephew recently wearing two chain necklaces. And every once uh -oh. in a while, you, gotta, I don't, you, you got a lot going on for you, man. But your uncles are going to raise their hand at two chain necklaces. Yeah. What do you... Shopping and shopping till you just don't stop him. <laughs> yo, yo, check it. Check it, check it. I got one necklace, two necklace, three necklace, four. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. <laughs>